It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And welcome to episode, I believe, 1292 of the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less Piss Cast. Welcome to it. It's 1292. Let me see. I'm just double checking on my phone okay. here. Uh, yeah, 1292. 1292 episodes. Uh, it was a good show today. So Had lots of fun, lots of laughs, learned a bit. I'm so sorry. I, I got down a rabbit hole of looking up animal wangs, and I'm like, I can't draw them. Okay, I'm putting it away. I can't. It, it just, <laughs> there are some weird ones out there. Like, it's creepy. Like, yeah. there are some creepy. This was for What Did You Learn Today? This it wasn't was, just, yeah, no, just Googling <laughs> animal penai on work computer because she was bored. This, there was a reason for I it. I should have clarified. Should. I mean, to be fair, we do Google some weird things when we're bored on these computers, so. Um, we didn't talk about it on the show today, but probably the big news item is that Donald Trump has announced he's running for president once again. Yes. Uh, his announcement, I didn't actually, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a clip, but I was talking to my dad yesterday, and he said it was kind of weird. He said Trump was, like, very toned down, almost, like, kind of disinterested, he seemed, as opposed to, like, the usual. That's weird. Yeah. Because that's not like him. No, usually he's all bravado and getting people cranked up. And um, He also also said that there was someone live fact-checking his speech, and it was just, like, riddled with lies about how many of the candidates he endorsed who won in the midterms and stuff. Conspiracy. He's being forced to rerun for some reason. Mm-hmm. Why? And he's being held at gunpoint to do that. be interesting to see if the Republicans select him as, yeah. as the nominee. But uh, either way, I don't think I'm looking forward to... Two more years of nonstop Donald Trump coverage because nope. that's what we're going to get. You don't even hear about Joe Biden. No, nope. you wouldn't even know he was president if you weren't really paying attention. No, nope. like you don't. You, they, well, they he hasn't just done much. Co- no, really, in in any way, right? And they like, just don't cover him. Whereas they, every single tweet of Trump's was a news story. Every to be fair, because everything he did was a little bit crazy. Yeah. So. But I mean. Yeah. Joe Biden does not get nearly the coverage. That Donald Trump did or probably will on this no, this he, time around either. He doesn't have the uh, the entertainment factor <laughs> associated doesn't until get the clicks, he does he until he does the flubs and then everybody talks about that right every time he flubs something up they're like finally something we can report on. But on today's show, since it is a Wednesday, you'll have a heritage moment at the end. We're going to talk about the goat of Skullets, uh, some Fortune 500 businesses, old bridal traditions. Shauna dug into this a bit. Uh, I've heard about somebody who's just maybe a little too dedicated to their health and fitness. A type of bra that we didn't know existed. We're going to talk about Long Jones. Long, long, long Jones. Uh, A type of Barbie that's available this year. One of the funniest videos we've seen on YouTube in a while. An etymology and a Terry of the Month nominee after your out-of-context clip of the show. Oh! VNS in 20 minutes or less. I got a message from a friend of the show, Jesse. It's also actually the same story from a friend of the show, Matthew, with a strong Terry of the Month nominee. Oh, good. Terry Vember continues to deliver excellent nominees. It's been a great month for Terry. Tons of Terry's in November. So there is this Chinese runner uh, named Uncle Chen. Already a great start great. here. Yep. His name is Uncle Chen. Okay. You know this is going to be good. Totally. Uh, last week, he ran a marathon in China while chain-smoking darts the whole way. Wow, and that he, is phenomenal. And he, he finished the marathon in three hours and 28 minutes. Holy hell. Which, from my understanding, is a pretty good marathon time. Well, hacking darts. 
the whole way. And oh the photos God. from this are so funny because he's like, he's older. Yeah. Like he would be, I don't know, he looks like he'd be in his 60s, maybe even older. Holy crap. <laughs> The photos are so funny because some of them show him like fumbling with a pack of darts while he's running, trying to light it. Where did he even store them? I don't know. Like I, your sleeve. Oh my god, that's funny. Apparently, and he's done this at, at marathons in the past. He did it, I guess, like twice in 2018 and once in 2019. And uh, one report claimed that he only smokes when he's running. Okay, that's very strange. Like, is this... This is just... I only smokes when he runs, bud. <laughs> kind of like, well, if I'm going to allow myself some darts, then Might I better well be... Might as well do it while I'm running. <laughs> like, most people would... That would be the opposite of what you want to do while you're already, you know, huffing and puffing, but... How do you even do that? How do you not get sick? I don't know. How do you even do that? That is hilarious. Like smoking them the whole Holy way. Holy Uncle Chen, I love you. you got to look for photos of amazing. Uncle Chen. Okay. Like, he's in the pack of runners. He's just, got his bib on. Dart hanging out of his mouth. That is just phenomenal. Is this Terry Hall of Fame behavior? Or I, like, I think it has to be, yeah. really. Like, this is amazing. It's going to be tough to top Uncle Chen this month. Oh, my God. Uh, that's hilarious. Strong Terry of the Month he's nominee. A, he's his own health food line or something. <laughs> Uncle Chen's. <laughs> Uncle Chen's health darts. <laughs> yeah. Runner's choice. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So I learned the etymology of poppycock yesterday. Funny word, especially in 2022. Super funny word. Poppycock. Someone, someone tells you something and you say poppycock. Uh, so it's from the Dutch. When Dutch immigrated to America and they brought this word with them, which was poppycock. And it means soft poo. <laughs> <laughs> But the harsher version of poo that I can't say on the radio, yeah. but it literally translates to soft poo. It'd be funny to just say that one literally too, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's funny because we are getting away with like poppycock technically, like gag is, is, well, it's a swear word that we get to get away with by saying poppycock. So there you go. <laughs> uh, and then I, for some reason, went down a bit of a rabbit hole and I found out a lot of words have a lot of like religious origin to them as well. So I, I just wanted that. to fire this back. To- Church was a big part of people's lives for a long time. So. Yeah. And it started with, so goodbye. When you were away, I was chatting about this, but goodbye actually means God be with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that makes sense. I can see it. Yeah. When we say yeah. goodbye to people, we're actually saying God be with you. It's just the short form of that, which I is nuts. I always say God bless when I say goodbye to people. There you go. And yeah. people think that I'm very religious because of it. No, well, I just think it's funny. goodbye is religious too. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crikey, which of course we don't really use here, but you've heard crikey before. Yep. That just means, it means Christ kill me. Okay. So it's pretty harsh. Uh, drat means God rot it. So are these all like, kind of like old timey swears that they had to totally. work around because yep. you couldn't use mm-hmm. any sort of like any of the Lord's name in vain or anything? Yeah. It's funny. I read this, uh, this book series that was set in like the 1500s and one of the swears that they use there is God's body. That's like something you. Can, it's it's really bad. Yeah. It's like is a point. It's like an exclamatory sentence. God's body. Yep. God's body. That's really funny. It is, and that's what all of these are. Like gazooks, <laughs> which again we don't really use, but it means by God's hooks, <laughs> which is actually the crucifixion nails, which Whoa. is what that means, which okay. is really insane. Uh, bloody means by Our Lady, Virgin Mary. So it's again, that's why bloody is seen as such a bad term, right? Because you're the UK loves that word. They don't do. They? Yeah. yeah, and you're using. You know, Virgin Mary's name in vain, essentially. And blimey means God blind me. Wow, okay. So these are all religious origins. Yeah, it's crazy. 
just workarounds to, for, to, to say religious to swears without really actually saying things. Them. Same with poppycock, really. We're <laughs> saying a swear word in Dutch. Etymology with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Do you remember that YouTube video? that We, we played this on the air years ago um, where the guy found the last kilometer of the Trans-Canada Highway and he was just freaking out about it. Vaguely. He was so excited. My buddy played it for me on the weekend and I... <laughs> I forgot how funny it was. There's no reason for this. I just wanted you to hear it again. Okay, so. amazing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, here we are. This is the Trans-Canada Highway, baby. And we are standing in beautiful, sunny British Columbia at the kilometer marker 7,128. And this is where I believe with a 90%, uh, no, make that 95% uh, chance that this is, in fact, the very place where the Trans-Canada paved its last section. Woo! Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. He goes for a run. He is, Canada has an asphalt belt, and this is the buckle. Woo! I want to see if I can't. I got to be careful here. But I'm so out of breath. This is a Trans-Canada. Because I don't want to get He's running truck uh, slide oh. He's running down the highway oh and then then he really gets More excited. Time down the middle. Oh. 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 This is a downhill section fortunately. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he is cranked. Oh man. <laughs> the sounds he's making. Yeah, that. just I don't I don't even know oh, how you Yeah, man. that is that I is wish, magnificent. I wish I had that kind of joy in yeah, my life. Yeah, that is That's, just phenomenal. <laughs> that was like this video is like ten years old. It's next level, and right he's, there. He's left it up despite all the attention that it's got, which well, is just good great. For him. It's little. It's it's just a little bit of happiness in yep, the world. That's what we need. <laughs> yep. I don't know how you get that stoked. Down the middle. Oh. 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 Uh, and it's called the Cutie Surprise Barbie. And I don't know if you've seen this one, but apparently it's one of the new hot items for Christmas this year. But it's this Barbie that's dressed up in a fuzzy animal costume. And then you can take the head off the furry and reveal the Barbie. They're Barbie furries. This is the new type of Barbie. You know, I'm so glad that-, that Barbie is diversifying so much, Beckler. Like, I'm, I'm really happy about this because now we have Barbies of all colors and cultures and sizes and now of all sexual fetishes as well. It's Some fantastic. of them got jobs. Yeah, they got jobs. They got... I mean, it's awesome. Are we, are we certain that this is... It's a furry Barbie. It's not like mascot Barbie. Like She's not a mascot or anything. Like, Well, I mean, it's one of the same, truly, but like they are furry <laughs> costumes. Like they're furries. It, they all have big heads, like a, like a panda head, and then you take off the head and huh. here's Barbie in them. 
The fetish Barbie line. The fetish eh? Barbie line. I, well, how sex positive. I was going to say, like, I'm actually all for that, right? Like, is there another Barbie with for giant kids, feet? Though? Well, you know. <laughs> with giant feet. <laughs> Just giant sexy feet for those that Big old really Peggy feet. Hill feet on her. Yeah, I want the foot Barbie, mommy. It's like, great, you know? <laughs> we're down the line. Maybe explore your, your, fandom, uh, your feet fandom. Voyeurism Barbie. She yeah. comes with bushes that she can hide in. <laughs> Just no, your window. Just an OnlyFans Barbie that comes with your own account that you can then log on and register. Yeah, I don't know if it comes with a ring light. Swingers Barbie. Just comes with a fishbowl with keys that you just toss uh, in there and yeah. shake around. Why not? Honestly. I mean, I'm a pretty open-minded fella, but... Dominatrix for the Barbie kids? comes with whips. I don't... Whatever, you know? They can grow into it. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. When it was really cold last week, I was rifling through my drawers looking for my long johns. They're long My Johns. long Johns. And then I got thinking about how odd that term is and how... Have you ever thought about how long Johns are both a type of underwear and a shape of donut? Yeah. No, I've never thought of that before. That's it's odd, true, isn't it? though. <laughs> like, those two things have nothing to do with each other. They're both called long Johns. Who is long John? I don't know. There's was long there John Silver. Was there a famous Silver. long John before that, that that's how everything was named? Long John Silver, but I doubt either of those have to do with him. Mm. I don't know. I mean, the Long Johns make sense. I mean, Johns refer to like toilet things, like so they're kind of longer underwear. That kind that all makes sense to me. John's a versatile word. It really Not is. only did we learn that basically every, every name derives yeah. from John, mm-hmm. but I mean, we call the toilet the John. Yep. We call people who pick up prostitutes John. Mm-hmm. Lots of uses for the word John. The John Doe. Uh, it's because mm. it's such a common name, mm-hmm. right? That we use it for lots of things. How long was this John? Originally, I know. Well, this is what I'm wondering. Like, was <laughs> he, he a really tall fellow? Like, this is what? Oh, he's no, a long he was, John. He tall. He was long. Mm. They would have called it a tall John then, right? Mm, no, <laughs> long and tall could be both. Like a long tall Sally. Like a long tall Sally. Who's Sally that was this long and tall? By I the don't way, know. So, but you're um, right. Long and tall. So, so it's both. So, who was Susan? You, who was so lazy? What's difference between What's the difference between long and tall then? There's a difference. I couldn't tell you what it is. But I'm not there sure is. what it is either. And I know Susie was extremely lazy. What about uh, Sloppy Joe? <laughs> this is one of the dumbest <laughs> things. We had this discussion off oh, the air. God. We were talking about Sloppy Joes before, and I'm like, yeah, Jobby, Joe must have been real sloppy. Oh, man, we'll call it a Sloppy Joe. They should have called it a Sloppy John. I don't know. They wanted to switch it up. There were there were too, too many Johns already. Already so too much going on with, with John. They moved on to Joe. Two of your longest Johns, please. Yep. Just the regular old Joe. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Well, okay. Well, here we thanks are. Thanks for being here. This is good. V and S in 20 minutes or less. So I got this ad targeted at me yesterday for something called the Send It Sports Bra. And I don't know why that was so funny to me. I was like, okay, first of all, clearly I look like somebody who likes to send it. You know, I look like a bit of a daredevil, an adrenaline junkie, which I, I'm kind of am. So I, I guess it kind of makes sense. But... I just love that the company designed a bra specifically for sending it. For sending it. it, yeah. What is it like? What does it look like? This is what I'm kidding. Like, it looks like a regular it. bra to me, but I'm like, there's got to be some some features, right, yeah. for sending it. Like for those who want to go hard and have a bit of reckless abandon, then there's this this bra. It's, it straps your knockers in so that you can send it safely. You know. I get it. I mean, if you are going big, yeah, you don't want to worry about your jammers, right? You want to no. Nope. You want to have them secure. Yeah, yeah. You want your pillows to be. Straight strapped in there I guess when you do huck it off a cliff or something but just honestly like you need a bra for that like I guess maybe extra support 
Is that what they're saying? Yeah, maybe. Is like, you know, it, it, they're really, really strapped down there. Like, we really secure those things. They're not going anywhere, okay? <laughs> Give them a couple slaps. Yep. That's not going anywhere. Nope, nope. Your mommy <laughs> bags are staying right where they should be, so you don't worry about that, okay? There was a girl at my high school who had to wear three sports bras when she played basketball. Yeah. Three sports bras. That's feel bad for her. That's a problem. She's got some She's trying to play basketball, her, hey? hey? I knew another girl, uh, and hers were so big that she only had one bra. It was a custom job, and it was like 250 bucks. Holy she could only crap. afford one bra. There was some serious engineering that went into that thing. She needs traffic so, signals for those things, you know? Like, her U-boats are coming in! Watch out! She she needs the, uh, the send-it bra. Wow. The send-it sports bra. I suppose, maybe, yeah. I mean, and if technology's getting good enough that you don't have to wear three sports bras or get a $250 custom one, then the send-it bra's great. Get the send-it bra. Get the send-it bra! <laughs> I hope it comes with a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> you just... Back in there, right? Crush your Red Bull and you yeah. send it. it. It has a pocket right in the middle. Of your your jammer's there, right for your Red Bull. Okay. BNS in twenty minutes or less. We got a message. This person didn't leave their name, but they said, "I think you guys might have missed the joke about that bra." They said, "It's the send it bra." Hmm. I didn't catch that. Nope. Neither nope. did I. That escaped me. That's stupid. <laughs> but it's good. Or maybe it's maybe that was that the purpose of it, or is that just a nice coincidence? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into this further. I'll, I'll tell you about the technology. I'll dig deeper into that for you so we know really what that bra entails. Good. We're yeah. also we're laughing like, imagine she slams the Red Bull, puts the can down, drops a jug on it, and crushes yeah. it. Oh, would that be a badass Like one move, of her hey? jugs. Yeah, she lifts as, you know, <laughs> crushes. Oh, that's a party trick right there. Is that ever, hey, slam a drink? Jug smash. Crush it with a jug. It's a great nickname, like, too. I love you. Hey, it's jug smash. She's back. Cool. <laughs> Uh, you know what else is a great pair, Shauna? His pair at home is from Shane Holmes. Yeah. Moving sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624-square-foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next-level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. So you and I both try to work out or do something active pretty much every day. Yep. And I think we both agree that it's good to be you know, committed to health and fitness. Totally. But within reason. Yes. We've talked before about people who like simply cannot miss a workout. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my younger brother's a bit like that. He's a big gym rat and like just nothing comes in the way of his workouts, you know? And I honestly, just, like I, I can be like that too. Uh, but there are times what like this past weekend, for example, I'm visiting my sister. I didn't work out. Right. But yeah, yeah if I can, I love to, because if I don't, I find sometimes I just can't wake up. But yeah, I know. I feel better if I work out for sure. But yeah. like I've joked before that. You know, if my funeral happened to line up with back day for my brother, he would be like, I'm going to be late for the funeral. You know, like he would yeah, just nothing little comes in the way of his his workouts. Whereas, you know, if I have something at work or something with the kids or whatever, I can miss a day here or there. Yeah. Don't beat myself up over it. Or, you know, we've talked before about people who can't enjoy a beer or a dessert or something because they're so yeah committed to their diet, which I had a buddy who used to do triathlons and like Ironmans and stuff. And it was most impressive. But I remember once I was sitting and I was eating this granola bar and he was like, you shouldn't be eating that. That has so much sugar in it. And I'm like, okay, come on a granola bar? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just that was how he was. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you're, and I guess if you're working toward a goal like yep. that, maybe you do need to be that dedicated, but it, it it's a lot. It mm-hmm. is a lot. Um, a friend was telling me a story about a guy he knows who's like this. Like, just he will not miss a workout to the point that his brother was getting married and he snuck away from the wedding 
to go get a workout in. Oh my god! On his brother's wedding day, and this wedding was at a it was at a farm in the middle of nowhere. So he found the nearest town, found a gym that was open, like drove in, During changed out of wedding. changed out of his suit, did the workout, showered up, wow. came back, came back slightly more pumped. I was like, that that's, is that's next level. That's, Next that level. is that's big. Hey, where did the, the groom's brother go? F- food poisoning. Got to go. Go and do a workout. A come back. I feel better now. <laughs> NS in 20 minutes or less. I was reading about some different bridal traditions from the past and uh, like where they originated and that kind of thing. And thing things used to be very different when it came to marriage, <laughs> Beckler. For example, the origin of the bride being walked down the aisle by her father was actually to make sure that the groom didn't back out. So it's almost an intimidation factor thing because if you backed out, you'd then have to face the bride's father. So oh, she would escort <laughs> you down, and then you'd kind of look at him, and you'd be like, "Okay, got to got to go through with this now." Yeah, so I guess it would started. be tough to turn and run yep. if her dad's standing there. Oh yeah, then he's going to give chase. Yes, he will. <laughs> with I'm sure his his whole family behind him who are attending at this moment, right? And good friends, I'm sure. Um, also, people used to chase a bride down the street. If they saw her in a bridal gown and they would steal parts of her gown, women would, because it was seen as a good omen. If you grabbed a part of this this bride's gown, it meant that you would probably be married next. Well, that's pretty intense, too. So they would do that. And the bride would then toss the bouquet behind her as a decoy. (laughs) Really? That's where that came from? Yeah, that was the tossing of the bouquet behind as a decoy to make these these women distracted so they'd scream and they'd go for the bouquet and then she could take off and be like, I'm good, I'm good. People were like, ah, get her. Yeah, yeah she was like, Eat no, this. Take, take the this. flowers, take the flowers. Really, if I were her, I probably would have like individually tossed each flower. You all get one. You all, you're good, you're good. Distraction. Let me be, let me be. Uh, yeah, and then on top of that, I guess the brides would have decoys with the bridesmaids. So the bridesmaids would actually look the same as the bride. So now, I mean, they all matched each other, but they would look the same as the bride back then. The reason was because this bride would normally travel far and wide to go and see her groom's town. That's where they normally get married. And so she was kind of seen as a target for robbers or for other men who wanted to wed her because they would see her and be like, oh, yeah, well, she's clearly a, a bride, so I'll take her instead. So they would capture her. So because of that, the bridesmaids would all dress the same way, so they wouldn't know which one was the actual bride. <laughs> was the bride kidnapped? Which no, one? it was just a bridesmaid. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. As if they didn't want her. It was only the bride they wanted for some reason. But yes, they would all kind of be decoys for the bride itself. So, it's just a bridesmaid. Yeah, honestly. That's not what I wanted. Marriage seemed like it was a lot more exciting yeah. back then, though I have to be honest. Like, it's a bit of a high-stakes game. Like, I would actually kind of prefer it that way, I think. A little bit of adrenaline kicked in there. I don't know if this was... Like, I know this was in Game of Thrones and stuff. I don't know if this is actual tradition or not, but did they not carry the bride up to, the like, her bed? Yes. Night of, too, and then a bunch of people, like, stand around and make sure that the, the marriage yeah, is consummated? Yeah, and we briefly talked about that in the past, and not all, all places, but yes, that was a big thing as well, is that your family would all stand around and watch as the marriage was... Geez, I much prefer the way that we do it now. I mean, uh, yeah. You could listen to some, listen to a few bad speeches, do the chicken dance, and go home. <laughs> That's much better the than everything. Chicken dance is really the most painful part of it these days. Yeah. The VNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. Got a couple more submissions for the Fortune five hundred list of local businesses. Yeah. Fortune five pundies, as I call them. Uh, this first one comes from friend of the show, Jessica. It's another dog grooming place. Always dog grooming places. Yeah, always. They are the gold star. It's called Shampooch. I love it. It's clean, isn't it? Super, Literally super simple. Clean. 
Shampoo. Oh, oh, dad joke, too. That's great. We're just having good, clean fun out here. Shampoo. Sh- yep. <laughs> the other one, I'm not sure if this qualifies or not, because it was sent to me by a friend of the show, Ryan, and he also didn't know if this was a deliberate pun or if it just happened to work out. Oh, okay. Uh, he said there's a nail salon in the Northeast called Tao Nails. T-A-O Nails. I'm guessing that was a coincidence, but I love it nonetheless. <laughs> Tow nails. Tow nails. Get your tow nails done. <laughs> I'm going to call them that from this point forward, okay? If that was on purpose, yep. exceptional. Oh, exceptional pun. Yep. Uh, if it wasn't, then it's just a nice little surprise pun for it's you. It's lovely. So. Yep. Going to get a pedicure. <laughs> tow nails. Tow nails. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Have we discussed the goat of scullets before, Beckler? The greatest scullet of all time? I believe we have. Okay. I believe we have. we narrow it down to? Because I know I, th- I think we've talked about mullets, but scallops is a different animal. The right? correct answer is Bilbo at the end of Return of the King when he's getting ready to board the ship of the Grey Havens. How is that the answer? Because he's Bilbo. I, that doesn't mean that he's the answer. Well, you you posted this video of you before you shaved your head and you had a brief scallop going on. It was terrifying. Did do a bit of skull banging there just momentarily yep. before it all. I couldn't keep it. Everyone's like, "Why didn't you keep it?" It's like, "Well, you know why." Because if you walked outside, <laughs> then you would probably immediately be arrested for what? I'm not sure. Just something. Like that's the guy. That, that is that him. I did it. Yep. <laughs> did what? I don't know. Be suspect for everything. Be like, <laughs> oh, got arrested again. <laughs> Definitely committed that crime as well. It's this damn scullet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because there was a lot of funny responses <laughs> as to who you looked at, which got me thinking about this. Um, Robert Picton. Was the f- was the funniest one That's for hilarious. sure. I thought, yeah. oh my goodness. Oh my God. <laughs> Buffalo Bill. <laughs> Trevor from GTA also very accurate. You Trevor look a lot. from GTA. Yes, yes. He's a. If you look him up, I was like, yeah, yeah. You look bang on, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's greasy. Yeah, super. I mean, yeah. then of course there's Switchblade Sam, which is uh, I think one of my top picks for greatest skeleton of all time because yeah. he terrified me as a child. I think I still have nightmares about him. Was Trevor from GTA based on Stephen Ogg? No idea. I think he's from Calgary. He's an oh, actor for Calgary. Um, there you go. That's pretty funny. That's awesome. Then there was that scary dude from the animated film Hercules. Okay, yeah. Uh, and somebody sent a picture. I was like, that's very accurate as well. <laughs> also, like, have we ever discussed that Hercules himself has a mullet? No, I guess we haven't. Like, Kirk has he a mullet as well. So he? here we go. You know, that, that whole show was just full of skull bangers and mullets and everything else. And I would say the goat of skullets, if not Bilbo, although I think it's Bilbo, would probably be Hulk Hogan. Oh. Hulk Hogan has a... It's like... You don't even really think about him as You're a skull. Right. Just be well, he got more bandana, I guess. Yeah. But it just it was such a part of his look. It's true. He had a great skull. So did Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you think about it, when it blends in like that, that is the true that means that like God graced you that skullet, right? And it is just you're naturally to together. It means you're you pulling that it off. Skullet. Yeah. And that's about the most difficult thing to do is to pull off you're a skull. You're absolutely right. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, that might we might have just gotten to the bottom of it. It's not Bilbo. It's Bilbo. It's not Bilbo. Bilbo has a cheeky little skullet at the end of Return of the it's King. It's Switchblade Sam. Okay. D and S in twenty minutes or less. A Calgary Heritage moment. These days, cars are almost a necessity in Calgary, but this wasn't always the case. In fact, the first automobile, or as they were called in those days, locomobiles, arrived in Calgary in 1901. It was owned by W.F. Cochran, and it was a funny-looking steam-powered contraption that had a wicker basket attached to the front and a tiller in the back used to steer. 
When this weird invention first showed up on the streets of Calgary, no one thought it would eventually become a permanent fixture of the landscape. However, it didn't take long for that view to change. Just five years later, Calgarian H.W. White took the first trip from Edmonton to Calgary after purchasing a car up there. He left early on a Saturday morning in March, traveling on snow-covered roads and arrived around 7 p.m. Sunday night. What takes us about two and a half hours to drive was a multi-day trip for him. It wasn't long after this that automobile ownership exploded in the city, so much so that speed limits were initiated to try to limit the dangers of multiple vehicles traveling on narrow roadways. The first speed limit was 20 miles an hour, or 32 kilometers an hour in the country, but in the city it was even slower. In the city, automobile speeds could not exceed 10 miles an hour, or 16 kilometers an hour. With these laws came the horse right-of-way, requiring an automobile to come to a complete stop if it encountered a horse. Back then, taking long-distance trips was seen as a daring feat. In fact, the Calgary Herald reported of a couple in 1913 who made a record-breaking drive from Calgary to Okotoks. This duo, one of them the manager of the Continental Oil Company, hit speeds of 50 miles per hour. That was insanely dangerous at the time, far exceeding the 20-mile-per-hour speed limit. The two apparently made the trek from the top of the hill in Okotoks to the top of Cemetery Hill in Calgary in just 36 minutes. Again, thinking about how few safety regulations there were back then, this was in fact a daring feat. That was before speeding tickets were really a thing, but those followed not long after. In 1921, the first parking ticket was given out, and by 1924, there were 61 gas stations, or as they were called back then, filling stations, which Calgarians could use to refuel their cars. The first traffic signals then began appearing downtown. Today, the vehicle defines the city, shaping its design and driving its growth. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.